This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Just two weeks remain in the NFL's regular season, and we enter the final two weeks on the back of a Christmas week that was just full of surprises. The Las Vegas Raiders went into Arrowhead Stadium and stunned the reigning Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. The Miami Dolphins pulled out a huge win over the Cowboys to record their first big victory over a team with a winning record this season. And how about that Baltimore Ravens defense going into the Bay Area and dominating San Francisco? For the show on Christmas week, we went 2-1 and one against the Lions. That's right, another week with a winning record as the Detroit Lions and the Las Vegas Raiders came up smelling of roses. Not so good, though, were the Cincinnati Bengals, who were taught something of a footballing lesson by their AFC North rivals, the Pittsburgh Steelers. It all means for the season. The show's record continues to be a winning one, 26-22 and 22 against the line set by the odds makers. It means we're in for an exciting final couple of weeks, six games to pick over the next 14 days. Let's get the first three up on that board as we turn the page and head into week 17 in the NFL. Graves on Gridiron with Richard Graves. Welcome along to the show. I am your host, Richard Graves. This is Graves on Gridiron. 16 weeks already in the bucks. And there's all still to play for from the vast majority of teams in the National Football League this season. For the show, 26 and 22 against the line. If you are new to the show, welcome along. Great to have you with us, even at this late stage in the regular season. Let me very quickly uh, give you an idea of what that means. The line is what the odds makers set when they look at each uh, each matchup. So if you hear that one team is a three-point favourite, that means that going into to that game, for you to beat the odds makers then that team has to win by more than three. Alternatively, you can take the underdog and say, well, we'll give the three-point start. Um, and, and if they deliver on that, even if they lose outright, that means that you beat the odds makers on that. So 26 and 22 against the line for the season means that we are four games up over the course of the season on the odds makers. Three games to pick from week 17. And there are huge matchups, whichever way you look coming into this weekend. Let's start, first of all, then, with the Detroit Lions. That's right, for the first time since 1993, the Detroit Lions are heading into the postseason as division champs, courtesy of their win over the Minnesota Vikings last last weekend. They have an 11-4 record, and now they have the opportunity 
to perhaps secure the number one seed in the NFC if they can win out and the San Francisco 49ers slip up over the next two games. Who would have thought we'd have been saying that when we kicked off the new season? And of course, it was those same Detroit Lions that went into Arrowhead Stadium, game one of the season, and stunned the Kansas City Chiefs right off the bat, laying down a marker. Here they are now, NFC North champions. And this Saturday night, they head to Texas to take on the Dallas Cowboys. As I say, the Detroit Lions absolutely buoyed by the fact that they head into this clash as division champions themselves. And they have the tantalizing prospect of knowing it is all still to play for as they are right in the hunt with the 49ers for that number one seed in the NFC. In contrast to that, the Dallas Cowboys and their outside hopes of claiming that number one seed effectively went up in a puff of smoke with that defeat in Miami last weekend. And yet, if they were to win out and win their final two games with the help of the Eagles dropping one of their last two games, Dallas would not only claim the NFC East title, but they would be parachuted straight in there as the number two seed in the playoffs for the NFC. The Lions are running hot, though. They've scored 72 points over their last two games. You contrast that with the Cowboys, who've scored just 30. They've given up 52, lost both of those previous two games. And you would think the Lions are favorites going into this. There's a caveat, however. Both of those defeats that Dallas have suffered over the last fortnight were on the road. Their record this season is not impressive on the road. They are 3-5 and five this season when playing away from AT&T Stadium. However, get them back on home turf. It is a different story. They are undefeated when playing at home this season. They have a perfect 7-0 and record. They average 40 points per game when playing at home this season. In fact, let's go a bit deeper than that. Their last 15 home games played at AT&T Stadium, stretching all the way back to September last year. The Cowboys have won the lot. That's right. They are 15-0 and over the last two seasons when playing at home. I've got to tell you, this game has all the makings of a classic shootout. Dallas have the number two scoring offense in the NFL this season. The Lions go into Texas with the number five scoring offense. It may make it all the stranger then when I turn around to you and say, I think this is an encounter which is going to be decided by defense. The Dallas Cowboys haven't forced a turnover in two games, but they have 21 turnovers this season. That's exactly the same number as the Detroit Lions have actually given the ball away. And this is going to be key because whichever team wins the turnover battle for me likely wins this game on Saturday night. And when Jared Goff plays well, the Lions tend to win. But if Jared Goff feels pressure, is hurried, forced to move off his spot and extend plays, as shown by the Green Bay Packers and on both games against the Chicago Bears over the last month, turnovers tend to follow. Align that with a defense which isn't playing at an elite level for Detroit, and that allows teams such as the Minnesota Vikings last week and the New Orleans Saints a few weeks before that not only to hang about in games, but actually force their way back into games and give the Lions fits uh, before they finally close them out. The Dallas Cowboys are a better team on both sides of the ball than either of those teams, the Chicago Bears or the New Orleans Saints that we've spoken about. And particularly at home, they are outstanding. Even in defeat last weekend down there in South Florida, I think we might have witnessed Dak Prescott growing up as a pro quarterback 
before our eyes on that final touchdown drive that he led the Cowboys on to have that go-ahead score. The, the Lions will win this game if they commit to the run. If they don't, if they allow Dak Prescott to pick apart their secondary and Dallas to put points on the board, then you're playing into the strength uh, of the Dallas Cowboys. And if this does become a shootout, it's likely uh, that Detroit relies more on the arm of Jared Goff. In that instance, the Cowboys win this game. All four defeats for the Lions this season have been by six points or more. The Cowboys are six-point favourites going into this game. Their home record is outstanding. I think they win. They keep their hopes of the NFC East title alive. And in the process, they cover the spread. Take the Dallas Cowboys at minus six. Graves on Gridiron with Richard Graves. Next, we come to what for me is the game of the week in week 17. The Miami Dolphins head up to the Baltimore Ravens with an 11-4 record to the Ravens' 12-3 record. And it's a matchup which could conceivably decide who goes into the playoffs from the AFC as the number one seed. Just like that, it's the Baltimore Ravens now who hold the best record in football. At 12-3, a victory this weekend will ensure that number one seed in the AFC and a first-round bye in the playoffs to boot. However... If the Miami Dolphins can pull off a repeat of last season's win in Baltimore, it is their, then them that hold the destiny of the number one seed in their very own hands. After taking down the 49ers in San Francisco on Christmas night, Baltimore have understandably been the talk of the NFL this season. And Lamar Jackson, no, no doubt about it, he is the new favourite to be named the NFL's most valuable player. But it's been a strange few weeks in the NFL, let me take you back just a fortnight. All the talk was about Dak Prescott and how he was favourite to be named this season's MVP. But back-to-back defeats for the Cowboys are put pay to all that talk. And so last weekend, going into Christmas, the attention and spotlight turned to Brock Purdy, the quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. And he was now the new favourite to be the MVP this season. But then, of course, the Baltimore Ravens go and spoil the party, deflate the air out there in Levi Stadium. They hold the best record in football. Lamar Jackson is now the new favourite to be named the most valuable player this season. How about if I put a, a fly in the ointment for you and give you another scenario? How about Tua Tungavailoa being named the NFL's MVP this season and leapfrogging Dak Prescott, Brock Purdy, Lamar Jackson. Just stay with me here because it was on Tua's arm that the Miami Dolphins performed that remarkable comeback last season in Baltimore, a game that the Miami Dolphins, remember, trailed by 21 points in the second half. This season, if the Dolphins were to win out over the final three weeks, then that means they knock off the Dallas Cowboys last week, the Baltimore Ravens this week, and then take down the Buffalo Bills on the final week of the regular season. Are you telling me seriously that that does not catapult Tua Tonga-Vailoa right into the heart of the MVP race? He's taken down Dak Prescott, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen in back-to-back games. That is why there's so much still to play for um, this season, and that is why this is undoubtedly the game of the week in Week 17. You've got the number one ranked scoring offense of the Miami Dolphins going up there to Baltimore to take on the number one ranked scoring defense of the Baltimore Ravens. And also they've got the joker in the pack, 
Tyree Kill. Remember, he had 190 receiving yards last season when these two teams met. He was an integral part in that great comeback, come from behind victory for the Miami Dolphins. Great, of course, if you're a Dolphins fan or player. Not so good if you're a Baltimore Ravens fan or player. And still, lurking in the back of my mind is that stat that just won't go away over the last two years. No team has blown more double-digit leads and lost games than the Baltimore Ravens have in the NFL, as well as they've played, as well as they are continuing to play. And make no mistake about it, the Ravens right now are enjoying their best form at exactly the right time of the year. They're riding a five-game winning streak coming into this one. They've just taken down the Niners. Their defense is coming off a game where they grabbed five interceptions against Brock Purdy and co. in San Francisco. And despite a raft of injuries, they still lay claim to the number one ranked rushing attack in football. They're averaging 28 points per game. But, and it's a big but, their passing defense, or their passing offense rather, ranks 21st, averaging just 212 yards a game through the air. And we've spoken about it on this show before this season. Lamar Jackson, sensational playmaker, at times with his arm, nearly always with his legs. But just occasionally, that radar in the passing game goes a little awry. And Miami's explosive offense for me is now key in this game. They are the number one ranked scoring offense. They're the number one overall offense in football this year. Number one in passing, number one in scoring, number one overall, number five in rushing. Wherever you look across this Dolphins offensive front, it spells danger. And if the Dolphins can put points on the board and force the ball to be put in Lamar Jackson's hand and make him start making plays with his arm downfield, with Jalen Ramsey and Xavier Howard in the Dolphins secondary, this is where Miami can cause an upset. However... They couldn't do that last week against Dallas. 22-20 was the final score. Despite winning the game, Dallas held them to 22 points and only one touchdown in that match. That won't get it done against this Baltimore Ravens side right now. Miami's fifth-ranked run defense has to shut down the Ravens' run game if they're to cause the upset. And that does include Lamar Jackson making plays with his legs, by the way. It's a big ask for me, especially when you've got to go up there in December into Baltimore in their own backyard and get this done. It doesn't get much tougher than this. I actually don't think, despite what the stats say, this is going to be a high-scoring game. I think it will be an upset if the Dolphins manage to get the win and it will turn what we know or think we know about the NFL and the AFC in particular this season on its head. This, a bit like the Dolphins-Cowboys last week, has the makings of a playoff-type atmosphere about it, with the stakes so high, with so much on the line. The line by the odds makers for points this game has been set at 47. I don't think we're seeing a 38-35 type of game in Baltimore this weekend. I think it's far more likely it could be 24-20, that type of thing. So I'm going to take the under on this. The line set at 47 Take the under for total points. Less than 47 total points in this game. Graves on Gridiron. Okay, the final game of the three we've picked from the penultimate week of the regular season is a classic NFC North battle. It's the Green Bay Packers heading to Minneapolis to take on the Minnesota Vikings. Both teams locked with a 7-8 and eight record 
It is the Sunday night football game. Remember, there is no Monday night football in week 17. And the Packers head into this one as two-point favourites. The Vikings, meanwhile, come into this clash having lost four of their last five games. The Packers aren't very much better. They've lost two of their last three. However, last weekend's win for Green Bay in Carolina means that both teams head into week 17, knowing they can still edge into the wildcard spot if either Seattle or the LA Rams were to lose at least one of their final two games. And that means there's everything to play play for going into this big NFC North clash on Sunday night. Green Bay's win last weekend, to say it was much needed, is an understatement. It halted a two-game losing run uh, for Minnesota. It does appear, unfortunately, that injuries at quarterback have finally caught up with them. They pushed the Detroit Lions all the way last weekend, but Nick Mullins' fourth interception of the game closed it out for the Detroit Lions. It ended the Vikings' hope, hopes, and this is their issue. The Vikings' defense, for its part, has been transformed this year, but they're playing with an offense that, quite frankly, can't complement them right now. There's been four different starting quarterbacks for the Vikings over the course of the first uh, 15 games of the season for them. Uh, while for a time it looks as though they might find uh, a way to make it work this season, you have to say in December things have fallen apart somewhat. It does say something about the way Green Bay have played this month that Minnesota start the game as favourites. I've got to say that. I was a little bit surprised, um, even though it's been played in Minnesota. Uh, and you look at the stats, the Vikings have a top 10 ranked offence. The Packers are 17th. The Vikings have the number three ranked passing game in the NFL. The Packers are 18th. The Vikings average 21 points per game. The Packers 22. However, Minnesota have given the ball away 30 times this season. Green Bay have given it away half of that. 16 times they've turned the ball over. And if you don't look after the ball, simply you will not win games in the National Football League. And with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon uh, running back, splitting the load for Green Bay, it means they're able to establish an element at least of control in the offense. And that has unquestionably helped quarterback Jordan Love in his first season as the full-time starter for the Packers. Um, it's been up and down at times, but the quality he brings to the field could likely end up being the difference in this game. I said it last week, you, you just cannot trust Nick Mullins at quarterback for me. He threw four picks last week. It cost the Vikings the game. If he looks after the ball, they possibly beat the Detroit Lions last week to cause the upset. It's something he hasn't been able to do in his short time since coming in for Josh Dobbs when they ultimately won down in Las Vegas against the Raiders. And I find it difficult to see that that's going to change this week. Um, Jordan Love, ball security, the quality he brings at the quarterback position, ultimately likely to be the difference in a matchup which you have to say is being played between two middle-of-the-road teams in the NFL this season. The Packers are two-point underdogs going into this. I expect them to win the game outright. So take Green Bay to cover at plus two. Okay, let's recap on the three games that we've picked ahead of this Week 17 slate. First of all, big clash in the NFC at Arlington, Texas, as the Cowboys host the Lions. Take the Dallas Cowboys to cover at minus six with this one. Then it's on to the game of the week. The Dolphins, the Ravens, doing battle up there in Baltimore in the AFC. Number one seed on the line for the playoffs. Look at the total points for this one. Expect a playoff-type atmosphere. Expect it to be tense. Take the total points to be under 
47 for this game. Before we round off week 17 on Sunday Night Football in Minneapolis, the Packers and the Vikings. Packers are two-point two point underdogs. Expect Green Bay to upset that odds then because they're going to win this game and they will cover in the process at plus two. Apologies for the podcast, folks, being a little bit later than usual this week. Obviously, with all the holiday uh, festivities going along, family time and so forth, it's meant we're just a little bit behind schedule, but we're still non, uh, no less excited about Week 17 and what the NFL has in store for us. If you want to read about the three matchups that we've spoken about on this week's show, you can visit my website, rdgmedia.uk, click on that Talking Sport tab, and there you'll see Week 17. Three games to watch, overcoming the odds. Everything is broken down. There, alternatively, get in touch on social media. The Graves on Gridiron Facebook page. We love to hear and see your thoughts there on X. It's at Richard Graves One, and also we're on Instagram as well, RDG Media UK. Uh, it is always a pleasure, without a doubt. The end of the regular season is drawing nigh. There will be major decisions made pending on the results we see this season. Who will be the number one seeds to come out of the NFC and AFC? Or will we have to wait yet another week? And which way will the battle for wildcard spots go? It's all going to unfold, folks. And we'll be here to watch it unfold with you. But for now, enjoy week 17. As I always say, so long, everybody. Subscribe to Graves on Gridiron wherever you listen to podcasts. And keep up to date with the latest on Twitter. Search for Richard Graves 1. That's Richard Graves, the number one. Sports Social Podcast Network.